I think sometimes it's hard to it's hard to practice self-care when you feel as though you don't have time for self-care. everyone and welcome to miscellaneous thoughts the podcast where we talk about religion politics and all that jazz in this episode this is about to be a bit of a venting session for me because there's just a lot going on right now and there's a lot of things going on and hopefully you guys love hearing people vent so this won't be too boring for you guys or too long but yeah so pretty much where I'm at in the semester is there was about three more weeks left in the semester which is really exciting because it's like yes Finally, we get a break. I'm so excited for this break. That really isn't much of a break, but that's besides the point. Um, but the problem is that I'm tired. Like, I'm just, I find myself just feeling really just, just tired. Like, this everlasting tired. Like, I sleep and I wake up and I'm still very tired. And I think it's more so like a mental, mental exhaustion. It's not like physically exhausted. It's just me kind of really just being just tired of reading, doing readings and doing papers. I actually love, I mean, I'm currently seeing clients as part of my program. I think that's, that's probably like the one thing that I really, I still really enjoy doing. I still really enjoy seeing my clients. I, I honestly do. Everything else, I'm just like, ah, ew, ew. But yeah, I think spring break, spring break was really, really nice. Like I said, I think I talked about this last episode. It was really nice, but the problem was it left me wanting more, you know, like spring break ended and I'm just like, where is part two? I need a part two of spring break because I'm still, I still need more. I need more of a vacation. I need more of a break. Like I just, I haven't gotten enough rest over spring break. So I, I don't know, but yeah, so semester is pretty much coming to a close, coming to a close. And I just don't have the energy to really push myself as hard as I would want to. Like, I think I'm usually pretty on top of things, on top of assignments, papers, whatnot, exams. Um, thankfully, I won't be having any exams this semester, I believe. But yeah, it's just, it's still a lot of work to write papers though. Like, it's, it's just a lot of work. And for me, my process of writing is kind of, I don't want to say convoluted, but it is a bit, it's, de- it's definitely a lot though. You know, like I start with trying to just make like an outline, then I do like a, a rough draft and then I have to like you know kind of edit that draft and then edit the draft again and it's just my process of writing is just very very comprehensive there's a lot of steps for me I just kind of have the standard about how I want things to be and so I kind of end up revising a lot and I'm sorry boy with all the details of how I usually write my papers but so yeah I just and there's this thing with me in which like when I know I have to do things sometimes like I either do one of two things, you know, I, I get I get anxiety thinking about due dates and so I usually try to kinda of start things ASAP. But then sometimes I also do the opposite. Because I know I have to do so many steps for it to come out, you know, being up to my standards, I just I do not really want to start anything. And so I end up kinda of thinking to myself, okay, I need to start this paper, but also I don't want to put the energy in to start this paper. So anyway, that's just kind of one thing, right? But it's it's also just and don't get me wrong, I think a lot of the assignments I have through this semester in regards to finals are useful. Like, I don't think it's just busy work, but at the same time, just, like, I don't want to do it, though. Like, I know that it might be helpful to me to write these case formulations or whatever. I just don't want to do it. 
I don't want to do it. You know, I just. And I think maybe maybe where I went wrong is that I just I put so much effort in. I went like full speed, like just go. I went all all in during the beginning of the semester, and I think I'm just finally I'm finally starting to kind of really burn out. You know, like I'm really losing a lot of energy, and I'm trying to kind of keep momentum going. But honestly, it's just like. I don't, I don't want to do anything anymore. I really don't. Like, I, I've already decided, you know, um, prior to starting this this master's program that I do not want to stress myself out about grades. Now, have I actually listened to myself? Absolutely not. I stress over grades all the time. I honestly do, but, you know, I, I'm trying to kind of keep that in the back of my mind. It, grades really aren't everything, and I know this, like, like intellectually, like I I know that this is true, but honestly, as the workaholic that I am, I still find myself really trying to like you know go above and beyond for a grade, and it's like, girl, take several seats. Like why? Like I, I really don't think it's important, but I still feel need to, to keep on going, keep on like you know, performing in a highly extraordinary way whatever that means right so I just I know I don't need to stress out about writing these papers but I'm still stressing out about it I think sometimes it's hard to it's hard to practice self-care when you feel as though you don't have time for self-care and like like I said you know obviously being in this field the mental health field um I know how important self-care is I I honestly I do I read about it all the time I I've seen its importance. I know that I need to take better care of myself. But at the same time, I'm just like, I have some things to do. Like, I don't have time to to give give myself the type of self-care I want to give myself. My type of self-care takes time. It takes it takes time for me to really, really take care of myself the way I want to. And I feel like because it's... And I, I, you know, I can obviously do other things to take care of myself, right? But I just... The way I want to pamper myself, I know it takes time, and I know that I don't have time right now. You know, for example, one thing that I, that I like to do a lot is just kind of read. I like to read especially non-academic books, like just things not school-related because I'm always reading, reading school-related stuff, so. But I love to read non-school-related books and whatever else, and I found myself just almost feeling guilty about having, about wanting, about not wanting, but actually about taking that time because it's like, well, how are you watching 25 minutes to read this book that's not even like part of your syllabus? Well, we can spending it doing something else. And it's like, but I want to do this. This is for me. But I, I can't I can't enjoy this activity because I know I have other things to do. I've been kind of putting off a lot of self-care activities because of this. And I know that this is not, not going to be good for me because I, you know, I... I don't want to like jinx anything, but I I feel myself come to a point where I might crash, and so I'm like, okay, well, okay, I can see the future, like that's so raven. I can see the future, and I'm like, okay, you need to really take care of yourself right now before you literally just, I don't know, crash really badly. But it's just like I'm just so hyped up on like trying to be busy and do this and do that because it has to be done that I'm not taking too much care. Um, about myself. One thing that I have been doing very, doing um, very good at is trying to 
protect the type of things I watch. Like, you know, like I said, I love to kind of, I love to just binge watch TV shows and that sort of stuff. And I've been trying, I've been kind of avoiding the news. And then you're going to be like, oh my gosh, you're avoiding the news. You're going to be so uninformed. I do listen to some, some news podcasts, whatever, on Spotify sometimes. But for me to watch the news every single day, I think it would make me so depressed. And I think that's, I, I, I'm really proud of myself for doing that one thing, you know. Knowing that I'm just stressed out about a lot of stuff right now. I'm proud of myself for not, for not really, really um, spending time to do those things. You know, there is kind of this, there, this thing where people are like, well, if you don't watch the news, you're going to be like I said are informed but like at the same time if i watch the news i might also be very depressed like hey guys it's just ed and sharif for popping through i just want to kind of come on come, come on wow i can't speak i want to come on and comment on that last thing i was saying um i do want to just also say that i acknowledge the privilege that exists in not having to watch the news i know there, there are a lot of people who have family members in these countries that are obviously you know in war right now and so for them watching the news isn't as much optional as it is mandatory you know they need to know what's going on in those countries and of course you know as an american born native american born native american american born na- okay this a na- native citizen of america um my relationship in, ter- in terms of immigration and other cultural factors are a bit different and so i do want to just come on this and say that you know, my my choice to not watching the news is really honestly just um product of my circumstances. I'm of course very privileged to have been born in this country and to not have a lot of family um overseas that are, are in some of these countries that are in war right now. So yeah. I mean I'd rather be uninformed than be depressed. I can always read articles wherever or you know, listen to like I said, news podcast or Whatever else I need to kind of stay informed, but me, not avoiding, but choosing not to watch the news on a consistent basis was one of the best things I've ever done for myself. Especially world news. World news is just like absolutely chaotic all the time. You know, it's just what country's fighting with what country, you know, what's going on. It's just completely chaotic, you know, because there's always something going on in the world, obviously. And so I've, I've definitely tried to kind of protect protect what I watch, protect my mind, and monitoring what I watch, and even music. I love, I love music. I think the fact that I'm willing to be out here paying for a whole entire subscription, a monthly subscription to listen to music, it says a lot, though, because I'm actually, I don't want to say I'm cheap. I am, I am relatively frugal, and so the fact that I'm out here shelling up coins, shelling out coins every single month for a music subscription, listen, I love music. I, I truly, truly, truly love music. Um, and so, you know, although I may have watched the news or watched certain shows or whatever, or movies, depending on genre, I really love music. And I think that's one thing that really just keeps me sane. Of, you know, of course, God, God is important too. You know, God is above music. But besides just kind of talking to God, music is what really just keeps me. Like, when I listen to music, it's like I'm in a different world. You know, jazz music. I love jazz music so much. Jazz music, I love lo-fi. Lo-fi music is the best to study. I love classical music. I do. When it comes to studying, I I usually I usually listen to either um classical 
lo-fi, and sometimes jazz. But yeah. And I love, of course, gospel music. You know, we, we, we love a little praise, praise and worship, sis. We love, we love praise and worship. I keep saying sis. Sis or bro, whichever. We're going to discriminate over here. Or neither, however. Um, but yeah, I just love, love, love music. And so, yeah, I actually have a few different playlists. So if y'all want to listen to my playlist, let me know. I'll share it in the show notes. I think I have really excellent music taste. I'm not just like saying that because you know it's me. I think I have objectively good music taste. Like, you know, I don't want to my own horror, but I kind of do, you know? Okay. But anyway, so yeah, you know, definitely want to get back doing some more self-care things for myself. I want to, I want to just, I need to be better at implementing self-care because I don't want to have to crash to know that, okay, I need to relax. And so hopefully these next few weeks I can kind of really get my life together and really make a better plan um, for myself. But you know what? I think I think I'll be okay. I'll I'll probably be okay. You know, I I need to start going on more walks. I feel like I just stay in the house all the time. I, I actually recently got a part time job, which I probably talk about in another episode because that's that's been an interesting experience, to say the least. It has been a very interesting experience. I really relate to the whole I don't dream of labor movement. I, I do. I really do. And so whenever I have like a job, a summer job or a part-time job, I'm always like, dang, working, what a life to live. What a life to live. Like, not a vibe for me, but, you know, it, it is what it is. It, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, guys. So last thing I want to talk about really quickly is just code switching. Like, it just just came to my head. I mean, I think I think because we're talking about just school and um, I guess the link between school and cultivation kind of just lit up in my head and whatnot. But um, so yeah, I've just I've been thinking about kind of how I code switch in academic spaces and and it's interesting because I feel like I don't do it I don't do it consciously. I don't consciously say you know what I'm not gonna use slang words and sometimes I still kind of do kind of slip into a little bit of like. Slang sometimes when I'm speaking in formal, informal, quote unquote, formal spaces. But most times I don't. Like, it's just like I just automatically just know not to say certain things or say certain things a certain way. And it's interesting because I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to think about if I ever had to really teach myself this. If I, or if I just kind of picked it up, like, oh, this is kind of how you, this is how you act. This is how you act when you're more, you know. In less urban spaces, I don't know how to say this in the correct way, but you know, you know what I mean. I wonder if having to always code switch switch is really what is contributing to my lack of energy sometimes. You know, like I said, I don't think I do it consciously. Like, you know, right now I will not use the word "gal" or I will not use any type of a a b e. I don't use I don't use a lot of you know, African American vernacular English. Generally, if I'm gonna be honest with myself, I don't, I don't use it a lot. I think in my regular everyday, you know, conversation conversations, right? But I do kind of think about kind of just how about the level of energy needed to perform, to perform um, excellency, to perform, you know. Um, being an intellect or intellectual astuteness, 
I'm not just making up words right now. I can't tell. But, you know, if you know what I mean. I'm just, you know, I, I think about what it means to navigate academic spaces and to perform as though you are kind of, you know, someone that's worthy to be listened to, someone that's worthy to be, you know, heard in these spaces. And how we speak plays a role. I think it's kind of just general, this assumption when someone doesn't speak proper English that they're not smart. You know, I, I know I was watching The Ultimatum and a lot of people were coming for Zay because they're saying how Zay is like, Zay isn't smart because he just kept using a lot of, you know, filler words like, um, 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 and like he wouldn't like, I think he had like a little bit of a stutter or whatever it was. And they were just saying, they were just saying like, you know, Zay isn't smart, you know, like comments about him not, you know, not being able to really, not being at the intellectual level as other contestants or, is the word contestants or, um, oh, participants, that's the word. And I, you know, I was just, just kind of really like thinking like, wow, like the way you speak really does kind of affect the way you're viewed, obviously, right? But think that someone is less smarter than you are just because they don't follow the the rules of American English is kind of absurd though. Like it's just, it's not completely logical because, you know, we were all raised with different access to different resources and not because someone didn't go to the most the most prestigious school or didn't have didn't have the opportunity to gain education doesn't mean that they're dumb. And so yeah, you know, I just I, will, I maybe I'll do a whole entire episode on code switching because I think there is more to this code switching that I just can't really pull out of my brain right now. I'm running on empty. I'm running on empty. Um but I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Please let me know. DMs are open to any and everyone unless you're a creep. If you're a creep then obviously it's not open to you. But yeah, feel free to message me on Instagram and definitely try to wait for all this episode or this podcast rather on Apple Podcast or Spotify. And I'll see you next time. Bye!